how can we craft our own message that makes the biggest impact into your business so you can help other people? Because that's where most people suffer is they suffer from what I call the expert's curse. They're too close to their own message that they have no idea or they really struggle how to communicate that message to get their potential customers to raise their hand and take action. So that's the goal of what we're doing with Experts Unleashed is to help people solve that expert's curse. Do you want to impact the world and still turn a profit? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Growth Everywhere. This is the show where you'll find real conversations with real entrepreneurs. They'll share everything from their biggest struggle to the exact strategies they use on a daily basis. So if you're ready for a value-packed interview, listen on. Here's your host, Eric Sue. Before we jump into today's interview, if you guys could leave a review and a rating and also subscribe as well, that would be a huge help to the podcast. So if you actually enjoy the content and you'd like to hear more of it, please support us by leaving us a review and subscribe to the podcast as well. Thanks so much. Okay, everyone. Today we have Joel Irway, who is the founder of the webinar agency where they build six to seven figure webinar campaigns for coaches, course creators, and consultants using cold traffic. But they're doing some other stuff, which I'll let him talk about in a little bit. And he's also the host of two podcasts. So he's got Sold with Webinars, um, which is a weekly podcast that uncovers how the most successful experts, coaches, consultants, and e-course professionals sell their products and services with just one sales presentation or webinar. And he's got Experts Unleashed, which is where he picks the brains of professionals and entrepreneurs who've successfully built six and seven figure businesses using their arsenal of knowledge, experience, and talent. So just so everyone knows this webinar stuff, it applies to your SaaS companies, tech companies, whatever. I think it's a huge opportunity that a lot of people are missing out on. Um, me kind of, you know, straddling the line between digital marketer and, you know, coming from the tech world. Um, so I thought it'd be good to have Joel on the podcast. So Joel, how's it going today? Eric, what's up, man? I'm super pumped and I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. Yeah, you're very welcome. So actually, Joel, you know, I listened to your podcast. Uh, I, I didn't even realize it was you until we, we I was at a dinner in Toronto. And then uh, you said Joel Irway. And then I, I realized I saw your face on the cover. Uh, you know, it's like a, looks like a familiar face. So we started talking more about webinar stuff. And you've been very gracious, very helpful. So yeah, very excited for this conversation. So I guess if you can give us a little background too on, on kind of your story and, and how it led up to, you know, what you do around webinar today, because it's a very focused kind of niche. It is. I would love to. So my background is in engineering, and I know we have a lot of tech entrepreneurs that listen to this, and, and I can totally talk about how actually my first sales webinar, my first super successful sales webinar was around SaaS. So my background is in mechanical engineering, went to school at Rochester Institute of Technology over here, just down the road from me in, in Rochester, New York. And it quickly after I graduated, I realized that like the traditional engineering route was not for me. So I'm going to give you the very, very abridged version uh, that, you know, pivoted from, you know, standard engineer. I went to a sales engineering role with a different company. And that's where I started practicing the art of sales presentations. Did that for about five years and uh, grew the territory that I was responsible for from zero to two, just about zero. I mean, they had really been struggling to uh, $2 million per year. And I got the itch to do my own thing. So I, uh, I left with you know some reserve funds and started to figure out what I could do on my own. Uh, after struggling for, I'd say, about a while, I actually tried to start my own software company first, uh, you know, failed at that. 
I got into the world of information marketing, uh, started learning about digital marketing, and came across uh, the idea of sales presentations or sales webinars online. So I learned the I hired a very expensive digital marketing coach, paid him ten grand, and he's like, "Okay, great. You know, you want to sell this course that you you created? You should do that via webinars." So I learned how he was doing sales webinars, and I actually did. You know, looking back on it, I was really, really close. Like I was, I was converting, I was making sales, but I just didn't have enough money to pump into paid traffic to to make it work. So I ran out of cash, and I reached back out to that coach, and I'm like, "Hey, listen, I do not want to go back to my day job, and I'm out out of cash for advertising. Do you have any opportunities for me?" And he said, "Why don't you hook up with this guy?" who's also running webinars, I actually pitched him on being a phone salesperson because I just needed some some extra cash. He's looking for a phone salesperson. Um, hook up with him. His name is Jason, and uh, and maybe something will happen. So I talked to Jason, and Jason was running a weekly live sales webinar promoting his course and software. And so I'm like, okay, cool, let's let's talk. And so he told me, he's like, listen, I've got a bunch of leads you know, that we generate every single week. I'm only making about one sale of my $1,000 course each week, which is basically breaking even on ad spend. So can you follow up with all the people who didn't buy and figure out how to sell them on the course? Watch my webinar so you know what I'm selling, and then you can follow up with leads. So I watched the webinar, and I realized that the webinar sucked. So I made an offer to him, like, listen, why don't I redo your webinar, and I'll pitch it for you, and we'll see what happens. And he's like, awesome, that sounds great. I hate doing webinars. Go for it. (laughs) So... After two weeks, I actually pitched the webinar on his behalf, and he went from doing one sale per week to doing 14 sales that very first week that I pitched it for him. Uh, just completely transformed his business, and you know, kind of that was the birth of of me jumping into this webinar game three to four years ago. Great. That's a great story. So basically, here, here's the numbers for everyone. You took someone from doing $1,000 a week to $14,000 a week, right? Exactly. On the same exact amount of ad spend. Okay. Great. And you talked about, I mean, you know, you and I have talked a little bit about uh, this guy was doing like a software and a course bundle kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So this whole thing around bundled offers, right? So you see a lot of, like we work with a lot of SaaS companies and, you know, they have, they have, they, they have the SaaS offering, but you know, a lot of them have raised a lot of venture capital and all that. And then on the other side, you look at someone that has combined a SaaS product with their courses and, and created a bundled offer. And this guy's Russell Brunson and, you know, company does, uh, I believe over a hundred million dollars a year now. Now, which is click funnels and you know we talked about kind of the 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 um the effectiveness of bundled offers what can you speak to around that what have you seen yeah we've launched a lot of bundled offers and especially when you when you have a software that is complementary like almost everyone who buys i shouldn't say almost everyone that is a very broad statement so let me kind of retract that lots of people that i've worked with who have software they need some sort of education component to um to marry that, right? So when I work with customers uh, they, and they've got software, they usually have to, um, the onboarding procedure and and getting people to understand that this new opportunity, under getting people to understand that like, hey, listen, this tool works really well if you apply it in this scenario. That very, very complimentary, you could create some sort of course or training around that that allows them to utilize that software to the, its full potential. And that's like the general idea. So 
I'll kind of give you guys a couple of examples. So I had two customers that we just lit the world on fire with this bundled opportunity, like with this bundled offer. Number one, both of them happened to be in the e-commerce space, meaning they were teaching people how to grow their business with Amazon or e-commerce, and they both had different forms, different pieces of software. And so as we were going through with the sales presentation, we would put a really heavy focus on showing how the tool allowed for this opportunity to be seized much easier, right? With the tool, this opportunity is, I know, a great opportunity, right? Without the tool, then it just becomes a lot of hard work and a lot of, um, you know, a lot of tedious, tedious effort. And the psychology behind that is like people love to buy tools, right? And so when we create these bundled offers, we build the value with the tool. Like we really, really build the value with the tool. And a lot of times when we go to the offer, we will give the tool away for free in exchange for them investing in the education to utilize the tool, right? So it's like, hey, you, you know, we, we do a demo of the software during the presentation and then we get people to understand that, holy cow, this is a huge opportunity. I know, Eric, we're working on yours right now. And it would get people to see that there's a huge opportunity with this software. And then, you know, when you make the offer, like, hey, well, you know, we'll present it as like, listen, I'll give you this software for free for three months or six months or a year in exchange for you enrolling in one of our, you know, coaching programs or um, enrolling in this course. Now, when done correctly, like your course is definitely going to provide value. And I'm not saying to, you know, go, you know, to you just go half-heartedly at the course, but it's essentially like your, your course is kind of like your onboarding procedure and you show them how to leverage that software. But it's just this different way of being able to grab a higher revenue number versus, you know, let's say, you know, enrolling, you know, a thousand people at a $20 a month software or $50 a month software, but it allows you to kind of get that cash surge coming in. And then your rebills will start to hit like after three months or six months. And by that time, they're already indoctrinated into your software. So, your software is a must-have versus a nice-to-have. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally makes sense. And, and just to give someone some uh, everyone everyone some context here, when you think about you know you know what, what when Joel's saying rebuild, that basically means the the recurring revenue, the MRR that that that's coming in. And you know the the, the best example of this that I can think of, if you just go to YouTube and you search Russell Brunson Grant Cardone uh, 10x or whatever, you'll see that he did this presentation where he was able to get uh, three million dollars in sales. Um, he he just caused this feeding frenzy. It was because he was doing a good job of teaching during the webinar, and he managed to actually get people to buy, you know, pay the three grand or whatever up front. And then, you know, they started paying the rebill afterwards. But I guess, Joel, I guess, because there's a lot of tech people that listen in, where do you think people go wrong with when it comes to uh, webinars? Yeah. So that's a great question. It's definitely the most common one that, that I get asked. So when you think about a webinar, right, there's, there's certain things that you have to do for your audience. Number one, you do have to provide some value. Like you have to teach, you have to educate. Your webinar is just an online seminar, an online sales seminar, right? Most of my clients, we run paid traffic to it. And so when you're running ads, you'll be able to get them hooked by some sort of big promise, right? Hey, listen, join my free webinar, join my free presentation, and I'm going to show you how we generate you know, $100,000 per month on Amazon using unsexy products, right? Selling unsexy products. That was one of the hooks that we did for one of my clients. And so if you, if you think about the mindset of your prospect, somebody who sees that ad, 
registers for that ad and then attends your webinar and watches that webinar, you better provide some, you better not make sure that it's just all fluff and it's a, it's a hundred percent sales presentation, right? So you want to make sure that you're teaching, but you're not confusing. And that is the fine line of what defines a great sales presentation with most likely a non-converting sales presentation. Because you, what you don't want to do is you don't want to take everything that's inside of your course that you're selling them at the end and try and condense it into a 40 or 60 minute sales presentation because a confused mind doesn't buy. So when you compress all that stuff and you try and teach everything that you possibly know, you're going to put the expert's curse on your prospect and they are going to get completely confused, completely overwhelmed, and they're not going to think that this opportunity is for them. They're going to think it's too difficult and it's just going to be completely overwhelming and it'll, it'll cause information, you know, paralysis. Right. Uh, so what can they do instead? So instead you have to really just think about two or three big shifts that you give your audience. So you still want to teach, right? You have to fulfill on your promise of showing them, you know, what it takes to do whatever it is that you promise them, but you have to do so in a way that inspires instead of like educating, right? You want to educate them, but you really want to inspire them. You want to show them the opportunity and you want to show them that it's relatively simple to get this opportunity and for them to implement it themselves. And that's really what we try to do with webinars because most of what we sell these direct selling webinars is, is products that allow them to implement, you know, these, these results for themselves to achieve these results for themselves. So it's all about inspiring versus teaching through complicated, uh, <laughs> complicated, uh, content. Right. Okay. And you know, one, one, one thing I see a lot of, uh, when, when, you know, SaaS companies, especially when they say they do webinars, what happens is they, it's often like a one and done kind of thing. And the webinar just kind of goes out there to the dry afterwards. It's almost as if they produce the content and then it just move on. Why do you think that might be, uh, not the best way? Can you repeat the question or can you clarify the question? Yeah. So what I mean is when people do webinars, mm -hmm. they do them for one time and they just go out and they just, you know, the, the, they don't make the most of the webinar. It basically, they just do it as a one-off and then that's it. They just let it sit on a page on a website and then that's the end of it. Yeah. So the way that I approach webinars, if you think about the typical cycle of your lead, right? the, 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 the lifetime cycle of your lead, right? you want to build as much goodwill and you want to build as, and you want to get them as close to the hole as possible. I'm using a golfing analogy here. Um, one of my mentors, Travis Sago actually coined this. And so I'm, I'm kind of leveraging it from him. But if the cup is the hole, meaning like you want to put the ball in the hole, that's your conversion, right? And once you put the ball in the hole, boom, you've got the sale. You want to spend as much time with them as possible, right? And so the way that I approach webinars is the same way. It's like the ultimate content marketing tool. I can put everything in one webinar that will convert a, a potential cold prospect into a customer, right? Because if you think about like cold, warm, and hot leads, they're all in different stages of the buying cycle, Right. So, you know, a cold prospect needs to learn a lot more about the opportunity. A warm prospect understands, the, you know, the pain or the problem. And a hot prospect understands the problem and is considering your solution. When done correctly, if you're marketing a webinar to a cold audience, you can convert that cold audience who is really far away from the hole and you can educate them and show them that, listen, here's the opportunity. Here are the problems in your industry. Here's how we solve them. 
and you have a very good you know chance of turning that lead into a customer. Now, let's say now you know just being fully transparent, the majority of people who register for your webinar will not buy. Now, if they are cold leads, you're still getting them to spend a considerable amount of time with you. So from a content marketing standpoint, you're giving them goodwill. They're spending time with you. They now know you. They now are a lot closer to your company. So you put them on your nurture email list or you put them on your content list. Like you've brought that customer so much closer to where you are that eventually they will buy something from you. So when you ask me the question of like people who do a one-off webinar and then they just kind of shelve it, that's a terrible, terrible mistake because you want your prospects, even if they're not going to buy from you right now, like this is the best way for them to know, like, and trust you is to get them to spend time with you on a webinar, learn about your story, learn about your company and great. Yes, they saw an offer and even though they didn't take you up on it, they're now very warm. And so it's, it's the best way to convert cold prospects into buyers, but at the very least cold prospects into warm prospects. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally makes sense. And actually, I mean, even, even the, the other thing too is, is when I see other companies do webinars, they do it one time, but what they don't use, which I think is, is a big mistake, is they don't convert the, the webinars into an evergreen format. So is that something you can speak to? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, a lot of people want to get to this whole idea of like automated webinars. They want to go automated right away, right? And there's like, just like everything else, like I, I get it. Automation is is definitely the end goal. It's the ultimate leverage tool, right? But you want to make sure that your message is dialed in to the, to the right market. Like you could have webinars that go to a warm market and you could have webinars that go to a cold market. There's just like every piece of content, it does have to be tailored to the right audience. I love creating webinars to cold and warm markets because even when you automate them and even though you might not be converting them into a sale, like I said before, they're spending time with you and that's the number one factor that's going to warm up a potential prospect and get them to be engaged with your content is getting them to spend time with you and to hear your story. So when I think about like evergreening a webinar, like great, like let's combine, like, you know, let's, let's evergreen one or two or three webinars and, and let's get people to start to consume that as much as possible so they can learn about our opportunities. They can learn about the problems that we solve for our customers. And ultimately I just want them to spend time with me. Right. And so I might do live webinars to my warm list, or I might do live webinars, you know, to my, to people who are already on my list and I'll have automated webinars that go attract new prospects and, um, and try and warm up those, those cold prospects. Got it. Okay. And so I guess, you know, the, the, the thing, when, when I think about um, click funnels, what they did, just so everyone knows, because uh, a lot of people here have, you know, uh, maybe they work for like a venture backed company, a software company. And so when you look at click funnels, they compete with uh, companies like Infusionsoft and Lead Pages. You know, Infusionsoft has raised like over $100 million in, in venture funding, and Lead Pages has raised about $27 million or so. And then you look at something like click funnels, raised no money at all, and yet they have built this revenue machine. And it's basically, Everything that Joel is talking about right now, it's based off of this concept of using webinars and then constantly educating people, becoming, you know, becoming that, that, um, I mean, this is the ultimate form of content marketing, like you said. And then they're, they're able to drive so much more, uh, recurring revenue and, and get that, you know, that, um, initial bump in revenue as well. So, Joel, I also want to talk about, I guess, Experts Unleashed. What, what is that exactly? And what are you working on there? Yeah. Awesome. So, as, so my first, 
uh, you know, the company that we launched four years ago uh, was the webinar agency, right? So we would build these sales webinars for clients and we've done hundreds of them. I've consulted on them. I've, I've written them. My team has written tons and tons and tons of them. And it took me a while to understand what we were really doing from a macro perspective. I understood what we were doing on a micro perspective. We were delivering webinars that converted into sales, right? But from a macro perspective, we were really helping people with their brand messaging. We were helping them create sexy offers. We were helping them create messages that got their leads to take action. And so from a vision standpoint, it's like, okay, great. Like we're going to continue doing webinars, but like we also have a bigger mission. We also have a bigger purpose. And so with Experts Unleashed, I kind of started, you know, I started building this about a year and a half ago and didn't get serious with this until about I'd say March or April of, uh, of 2018. And what we're doing with experts unleash is I want to help people. Like everybody's an expert in something, especially in the world of entrepreneurship. We're all experts. We all have something that other people want. And so I started interviewing people. Uh, I would get them on the podcast and I didn't want this to be just another interview show where it's like, Hey, tell us your journey story. You know, tell us how you got started the whole nine yards. What I believe that separates us entrepreneurs from the rest of the world is we're opportunity seekers. And so I wanted to explore what opportunities they seized over the course of their entrepreneurship career that made the biggest impact. And so Experts Unleashed is all about discovering those opportunities and then being able to connect the dots with all of the different experts that are on there, like how they were able to create and spot and seize opportunities and develop that into the bigger mission. Because ultimately what I want to show people how to do is that like, how can we craft our own message that makes the biggest impact into your business so you can help other people? Because that's where most people suffer is they suffer from what I call the expert's curse. They're too close to their own message that they have no idea or they really struggle how to communicate that message to get their potential customers to raise their hand and take action. So that's the goal of what we're doing with Experts Unleashed is to help people solve that expert's curse. I love that because, you know, the, the conversation we had a couple of weeks ago, you know, you're really trying to hone in uh, on, on the message, messaging around kind of what makes, you know, what I do unique versus all the other people. And I, I mean, you, you, it seems like it seems like you had this really kind of mapped out process and it was very methodical in terms of how you dissected it. And, you know, over time, you know, you, you helped make the, the, the webinar we're doing better and better. And then hopefully I, I think we're right at the cusp of uh, making something amazing. So I, I think those of you out there that are, you know, I, I think you got to get your messaging right first. And then, you know, if you're looking to get into this webinar stuff, which you definitely should, because it's a huge advantage, um, working with someone like a Joel or whoever else that you see doing this stuff, it, you know, could be a huge level up for you. And it's going to move you faster than your competition, because look, a lot of people aren't doing this. And if they are, they're probably doing it the wrong way. So is there anything else you want to reveal around Experts Unleashed, like what you have coming up next or? Yeah. So with Experts Unleashed, what we're, what we're doing is we're working on building a community to help people uncover and unpack their message. Uh, I actually, we've got a Facebook group where inside of that Facebook group, we have a five day, or I should say it's a five part challenge, with, which is actually called the virtual escape room. So it's to help people escape this expert's curse. And so if they want, they can go check it out. It's hundred percent free and, uh, and they can go through this exercise, you know, this, a similar exercise that we've gone through me and you, Eric, of unpacking our knowledge and trying to come up with a crystal clear message of, um, of what it is that people will want. And so they can do that. And that's really what we're building is we're going to build a community to connect other experts, to help them serve each other. Cause that's the ultimate mission is to help put 
smart minds in one room, whether it's virtual or at a live event. Help put smart minds in one room so they can benefit from each other. I'll help them get clear on their message, but I also just like to connect other entrepreneurs because they all end up working with each other and, and that just makes that makes the whole world go around in terms of in terms of business. So that's that's our ultimate mission. Great. So we'll get a link to that uh, afterwards. Um, so I, I guess, you know, around the going back to the webinar thing for a second, I, I like talking about tools all the time. So what are some tools of the trade that you would recommend to anybody looking to get started with this stuff? Yeah. So some great tools that you can you can check out to get started. Uh, number one, let's talk about like live webinar software. So I use Zoom for my live webinars. It doesn't have like the greatest marketing reporting analytics, but it's been the most reliable for me. So when I'm doing live webinars, you want to make sure that you've got something reliable because it's an event, right? It's like you don't want to be spending all this time marketing and promoting an event and then all of a sudden nobody shows up. Like it's the most deflating thing ever. So I use Zoom for reliability. Webinar Jam and EverWebinar, I, I would never, uh, and I'm not trying to bash anyone, but I've, I've tried Webinar Jam. Um, it has just crashed for me. I know they came out with a new version and they're improving, but I've lost a lot of money with the, their live platform. Automated webinars, I do use EverWebinar, which is part of Webinar Jam. So their automated platform, I do enjoy. I like their marketing analytics, but there are other platforms out there that you can also check out. Demio is a great one, um, as well as Easy Webinar. So those are the three or four webinar tools that I recommend. And we have actually created a tool called SlideSell, which helps entrepreneurs and experts create their own sales presentations. Um, it walks them through the entire psychological process and how to map it out, how to position your offers and how to create content that gets that inspires instead of intimidates. So uh, that's called slide sell. And, and uh, so we put that tool together for for our audience as well. That is awesome, man. Great. Well, my final question for you is what is one must read book you'd recommend to everyone? And the book cannot be hard thing about hard things. Uh, but I don't uh, I doubt you're going to recommend that one. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a, um, uh, my bookshelf is right behind me right now. I'm reading persuasion. So I can't recommend that yet because I am right in the middle of it. It's, it's great, but okay. So this will go right in line with kind of this bridge, which I think is very, very important. You mentioned click funnels before, right? And how they've gone to be a hundred million plus. I think they're going to do 120 million this year. Um, and they raise zero funding this bridge between venture back companies and bootstrapped companies. Like if you want to learn how to really grow your company, like you have to learn how to get people to take action. The single biggest, greatest book that allowed me to kind of understand how to write compelling copy and create compelling offers was a book by Dan Kennedy. And it is the no BS guide to direct response marketing or the no BS guide to direct marketing, right? Ultimately what I'm teaching is a slight version and in my interpretation of, of what he teaches inside of that book. So if you're out there and you're responsible for marketing and growth, highly, highly recommend that you pick up a version, pick up that copy, probably 10 bucks on Amazon, but it's about direct response marketing. And, and yes, there are some sleazy marketers out there, but there are also some very ethical ways that you can get people to raise their hand and take action. Ultimately, you need you need revenue coming into your business. That's why Russell and his company has been able to grow so quickly is because he understood the art of getting people to take action while pro while providing tremendous value. And so I do believe that we need to figure out how to bridge the gap between brand marketing and direct response marketing, you know, venture-based people versus, you know, bootstrapped entrepreneurs. So that's a book that I recommend 100%. 
Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing I'll say too is I think everyone should, um, most people listening here, I mean, well, anyone listening, really, just open your mind up um, and don't think that um, I, there's something to learn from every kind of discipline, whether it's, it's, it's brand marketing or direct response marketing or whatever it is exactly. Um, I think taking some of these concepts and applying it to, to, to your business is going to work for you. So Joel, what is the best way for people to find you online? This has been great. Yeah, so they can. Um, so I've got a couple of websites they can check out. They can go to soldwithwebinars.com if they want to check out how to get access to uh, SlideSell for free. They can check that out, which is the software that our agency built to write million-dollar webinars. They can go to the webinaragency.com or expertsunleashed.com. So those are the three websites that we can um, that we can connect on, or just find me on LinkedIn or Facebook under Joel Irway. That's J O E L E R W A Y and there's lots of ways that we can connect. So I'm sure you'll find me somewhere there. Wonderful. Thanks so much, Joel. Yeah, of course. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for listening to this episode of Growth Everywhere. If you loved what you heard, be sure to head back to growtheverywhere.com for today's show notes and a ton of additional resources. But before you go, hit the subscribe button to avoid missing out on next week's value-packed interview. Enjoy the rest of your week and remember to take action and continue growing.